Okay, Shalom Avracha to all. Thank you so, so much to all of you for being here. Wonderful to be able to learn with you and to see some of the names and uh, the chaver that are joining from all around the world. It's a real privilege for me and for all of us that we're sitting together to learn the Torah of the Tzaddik, Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, to try to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to get closer to Hashem. That's the ultimate goal of all of us, whether we're in Eretz Yisrael, in America, wherever we are, it's, um, it's really special to sit with you. So thank you so much for being here. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. We can jump into the content for tonight with Hashem's help. And we shall begin. And I hope that everybody's doing well. And thank you all for being here, as always. So we continue with Sicha Saran Nun Aleph. We're making our way through it steadily. We've been working on this for a very long time bunch of weeks. What letter is K in the alphabet? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. This is our 11th shear in Sicha Saran Nun Aleph. So definitely a, a good percentage of our Sicha Saran Shir and Bechlal are on this very foundational Sicha. Every line holds so much wisdom, holds so much insight. And we're trying to get into it together. All with the help of Hashem. Mesiyat So before we jump into this Chelek of Sicha Saran Nun Aleph, Let's talk for a minute just to review what we had been learning last week because these two ideas are very much connected. So last week, if you remember, we were speaking about the Nakuda of Taiva, speaking about the Nakuda of a person's desires, a person's negative, lowly impulses and feelings and emotions and connections and attractions. And we learned that Ibn Achman said in his classic dramatic way, I'm not reading on the page, it's what we learned last week. In truth, there's no such thing as taiva at all. There's no such thing. That's what the Rebbe had said. And we explained that of course we can experience feelings of desire for things that either we know we shouldn't be doing or we know that we shouldn't really want or things that we're trying to grow and, and move away from and try to become a little bit more pure, a little bit more kadosh, which means remove to live life on a higher plane, which we'll learn a lot about tonight with Hashem's help. Of course, we feel those feelings, but to be magdir them as ta'avot, as lusts and, and, and yearnings and cravings and all of which have a negative connotation, to try to look upon them essentially as being something bad, as being something negative, something evil, something that needs to be eradicated, something we should feel guilty about or something that we should feel shamed about or ashamed about. The Rebbe says, no, it's not true. What is true? It's true that we're humans. That's true, unequivocally. That's true. And what it means to be a human being is to have certain capacities encoded within the nature of being a healthy person. And some of those things can potentially be used in a negative way. Now, that's a far cry from looking upon ourselves and our impulses as being evil, as being bad, as being lowly, as being shameful. There's a, there's a great distance between that and then saying, no, this is, this is all normal stuff. This is fine. Everybody feels this way. Everybody has these feelings. Everybody has these tendencies. 
And Adarabah, this is why HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the Torah. This is why HaKadosh Baruch Hu put us in this world, is to be humans. And at the same time, like the Rabbi Nachman said last week, to go ahead and direct those impulses in the appropriate way. And to use our type of, for example, for eating, for drinking, in a way that's Kadosh, in a way that's elevated in a way that's holy, in a way that's conscious, right? To turn that itself into an avoda instead of thinking to ourselves, you know, I wish I didn't have to eat. Oh, so then you're wishing to be a malach. You're essentially saying that Hashem made a mistake, chas v'shalom, in creating us. Hashem knew exactly what He was doing. And He also gave us sadikim that are able to guide us along as long as we engage with their teachings in a way of balance and health and normalcy, which I hope that all of us are meriting to do in the context of this year and in the context of all of our learning from the Rebbe. I hope that we're engaging with it in a, in a very healthy way, in a way of balance and nuance, broad-mindedness and clarity. So based on that, says Rabbi Nachman, he continues and he says, the intellect of a person, can withstand all of the oceans of desire and all of the oceans of, of yearning and, and, and feeling drawn toward things that we know that the etzem were not drawn toward. And it's just a mirage, a little bit of seichel. Seichel, a person's seichel can withstand all of those taivas. Now it's strange because the Rebbe three, three lines earlier said, that there's no such thing as taiva at all. That's what the Rebbe said. And I hear the Rebbe saying, no, there is taiva, but the seichel shal adam yachalamid keneged kalat taivas. But a person's seichel can withstand that experience of all of these negative desires. So of course, again, yes, there are taivas and we feel yearnings, cravings, desires for things, for all kinds of things hopefully holy things, and sometimes, in terms of our being human, unholy things. Says the Rebbe, but the Seichel Shala Adam, and perhaps he's referring to this very Seichel that he outlined in the three sentences that precede this particular sentence. This kind of Seichel, what Seichel? Ha Seichel, Shel Ha Adam, that you are human. Ha Seichel, what Seichel? Shel Ha Adam. That seichel itself to understand things in a broader way, to contextualize things, to understand who we are, what, what, our, what our basic components or what the basic components of our identity are. In the Mela, that seichel can help a person withstand the taivas by seeing them for what they are, not over-dramatizing things, which we always speak about, putting things in perspective, putting things in their place, cutting things down to size, and then dealing with them as such from the place of clarity, from the place of a greater, broader understanding of the full picture without jumping to extremes and without being magdir ourselves, without pigeonholing ourselves into a corner and self-defining in a negative way, which only does harm, never good. When we don't see ourselves in a way of MS. Sometimes we need to see ourselves in a way of MS, which means that a person mamish sees all the lowly things and a person is misvada and a person admits to having done wrong. That's a level of MS. But there's a different type of MS also that Rabbi Nachman talks about. There's a different type of MS as well. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry, for some reason the connection is not so great. I apologize. But let's, um, can, can you hear me or Shimon? Can, is the audio at least coming through clear? Okay, okay. So at least the audio, I can I can't help the, 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 the video, but at least if the audio is coming through, that's the ichor. 
So, so there's MS in that. That's an MS. But there's also an MS in finding an Akuta Taiva. There's also an MS in digging down deeper than that and to recognize the context within which we have problem A, B, C, and D. That's also an MS. There have been as a Taira Kuf Yud Beis. It's one of the more famous lessons. It's called Sohar, the level of Sohar Tasalateva. Very famous drasha from Rabbi Nachman about Dibor and about how to free oneself from an experience of being trapped by dark forces, by darkness, klipas. Rabbi Nachman uses a very scary lashon over there, a famous lashon, v'sham A person feels not just that he's trapped or that he's in captivity and a negative place with negative, just a negative mindset and perspective and ritzayness and desires, but that v'sham A person feels this is where I belong. This is how a person starts to identify himself. You know what the Rebbe says over there? How do you break free from that? The Rebbe says the only way to break free from a dark room, which has doors, but you can't see the doors because it's so pitch black, the only way is to shine a light. And do you know what light is? Light is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu is my Ar. Ba'ar But do you know how HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light manifests? The answer is MS. MS is how Hashem's light manifests in the world. The Chaysam Moishal HaKadosh Baruch Hu is MS. Shlach Archav Amitcha. Archav Amitcha. Hashem's light is, is, is truth because truth is the, is the stamp, is the seal of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the Rebbe says, when you find a light through engaging with MS, then you can find the door out. Now the Rebbe deals with the question, well, how do I know that there is a door out? Ah, says the Rebbe, it's simple. You know that there's a door out because the Gemara tells us they call that whoever comes to engage in lowliness and impurity, they open the door for him. Says the Rebbe, and this is so classically Rabbi Nachman, guess what? If there's a door into darkness, that also means that there's a door out of darkness. If you believe, if there's a door in, if you believe you can break, that very door is your door out. And the way that I like to learn this, and I think there's truth to it on some level, is that unlike many people would think that what MS is the Rebbe talking about, come to grips with how low you've fallen, recognize your, your, your surroundings, and, and, and cry out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and say, I was, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trapped in such a lowliness, and, 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 and I did this, and I did that, and I did the other thing, and I'm so low, and I'm so broken, and I'm so wicked, and I'm so... That's how most people learn the lesson, but I think, Adarabba, Adarabba, what's the deepest MS? You know what the deepest, deepest MS about our lowliness is? The deepest MS of any lowliness that we fall into is the truth about where our engagement with that began. How it started. Because if you trace all these lowly impulses, you trace them all back to the root, more often than not you'll find that they started in some measure of innocence. In some context of innocence. Whether it was abuse, 
many, many cases today, chas v'shalom, or whether, whether it, was a, it was a case of just adolescent exploration, right, without knowing that there's anything bad about this, that, and the other thing, or it was, it was, a, it was a, a, a habit that a person had, or, or, or a way of releasing stress, and, and you can fill in a blank of, of, of whatever lowliness a person is entrapped in. Obviously, Kedusha Sabris is very prevalent, particularly for the males today. But fill in the blank with whatever it is that a person struggles with. How did you get in? Ah, says the Rebbe, good, good, good. Say the MS that's beyond the MS of the darkness that you're trapped in. Find the MS about how you got in here. And that's your doorway out. That's the chaysam of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu put a stamp on it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu put a stamp on this experience of falling and lowliness in the sense that everybody should love them. This was a talich. This was a process. It was a journey. And if I'm being very honest with myself, I can trace it back. Certainly there was an element of my choosing to chas v'shalom, engage in, in yetaharas and so on and so forth. But sacha kol, cut things down to size. Put it in perspective. This is not your place. It's a dimin. This is not you. You don't need to be defined by where you find yourself. Defined yourself. Defined. Defined yourself, right? Don't be defined by it. Realize that that's not the place where you are found. That's a place where you ended up. And there could have been any number of reasons why you ended up there. But from this moment on, say, there's an Akuda Toiva within me. And that Akuda Toiva wants to grow and it wants to change. And it's never chas v'shalom, an Indian of echt, of, 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 ashuv, of a person doing things on purpose. Chas v'shalom. A person really wants to grow and a person wants to change and a person takes it seriously and, 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 and understands that he can grow and he can change, as we're going to learn next week, and he can improve from any situation. Find the MS. That's your doorway out. You know which doorway it is? The same door that got you in. Very, very powerful idea. That's also MS. And that's the MS of R. That's the MS of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's light. Which puts things into perspective. And allows us to breathe again. And allows us to redefine all of our struggles in a little bit of a lighter sense. In a little bit of a more truthful sense. That MS that you find there, that can mamish stand up against all, all the experience of Taivas in the world. Because the Pasuk, the Gemara tells us, the person says, when a person comes in the, in the context of Saita and comes to go ahead and be Mekana on his, on his wife, the Lashon of Sista, that's a Saita. Right? But it's connected, even though it's a different letter, it's a Samach, it's connected to the concept of Shaita, of Shtus. Says the Gemara, Ein Adam Aveira Nichnas Boy Ruach Shtus. Is the Gemara in Saita of Gimel of an Aleph. A person never, ever, ever performed an Aveira if there wasn't some form of Shtus, some form of insanity that enters the person. It's an insanity which for a moment, pulls a person out of, a, of an existential clarity of what life is, what's important in life, what we really want, what's really good for us, but MS. And it drags us into the shtus of sheker, because there's no greater shtus than sheker. 
There's no greater sanity than MS, and there's no greater stus than Sheker. It's far greater stus, the stus of Sheker, than the stus of Ra. Because the stus of something where I choose, a person chooses something that's, 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 that's unpleasant, that's what we're calling Ra, not like evil in the, in the existential sense, but a person chooses something that's, that's not pleasant, it's a shtus, right? Because, okay, so why would you choose this? Hoy, the the, the Pasuk says, Hoy, woe is to those that say about Ra, it's toiv, and it's toiv, it's Ra. It's, it's, it's a level of shtus. But the shtus of something that's sheker means that a person is actively choosing something that essentially cannot last in any sense of the word. That's what sheker is. Sheker, the Gemara tells us, ain la raglayim. It has no feet. It does not last. Emes is svas emes tikan la'ad. We have the opportunity in this world to perform actions that are filled with light. Ben adam l'makan, ben adam l'chavere, ben adam l'atzmai. And in so doing, we take those actions and we, even though they were performed under the realm of time, in another hour it's finished, an hour of learning, let's say, an hour of davening, an hour of chesed, an hour of, of, of espoidados. That hour is eternal. There's no greater sanity than that. It's just the, it's the most basic, sane cheshben you could make. How do I go ahead and take finitude, finite moments, and turn them into eternal bliss? There's no greater sanity than MS. The shtus is when we go ahead and choose the sheker. That's the greatest shtus in the world. Because if there's no greater em if there's no greater sanity than choosing MS, there's no greater shtus than choosing Sheker. It makes no sense. It's not, it's not, it's not logical. It means for a moment not that we made a cheshbin, that this is a calculated cheshbin. Right now I am choosing this because logically it makes sense and it's worth whatever sacrifice. There's, there's no cheshbin when it comes to the to the sitra achra. There's no cheshbin. There is no cheshbin. Whatever cheshbin we think we have, it's a shtus. Kenega the emes. Teva hakatnus It's the way of that which is essentially small to become nullified in the light of, of emes. Nikarim divrei emes. There's no cheshbin. And that means to say that there was never an avera performed in the world that didn't also have the shutfis, the influence and partnership of shtus, of folly, of completely falling out of the clarity that a Kodesh Baruch who sends us to the world as human beings and as Jews who are upgraded in the sense of our consciousness to hold on to what's real. Doesn't mean it's not hard. Doesn't mean it's not difficult. It's challenging because the Yitzhahar is, it's strong. But the Yitzhahara, again, to make this clear, it's not a struggle between two logical op options. We need to realize it's a struggle between logic and anti-logic. Simple as it is, on, on every level, it's a struggle between emes and sheker. That's what it's a struggle between. It's a struggle between eternity and the finite moment. And if a person would maintain this seichel at that moment, at that shas of the Yitzhahara, at that time when a person's really feeling he's being dragged down that path, on a certain level there's a part of him that wants to go there, and it feels like they're carrying him and dragging him along. If a person could maintain this understanding, 
that what I'm about to do or engage in or choose is illogical. It's just sheker. It's pashit sheker. It's not going to do anything for me. It's not going to do anything for my life, for my eternity. Quite to the contrary, that the Rebbe says, Nebuch, a person can lose Olam Azeh, Olam Abban, 15 minutes. It's, it's scary stuff, right? A person wants to hold on. A person wants to say, okay, want to live a life of Seichel. If we're Zeichel to hold on to that, and we're going to speak just a little bit practically, some methods for doing so. But if a person can hold on to that, says the Rebbe, Yochalamu, Kinege Kolatayvas, then you could be a human being without being Magadir yourself in an unhealthy way and, and, and holding on, like we learned, holding on to the MS of Mamish, who you are, you're a shining Chelek Alekamimal, and you're also a human being, Aniakol, Anilo Klum, Orin Sof, Lavush Baguf, like Hanan Ben Ari sings, and you have a down pat, you understand what it means to be a person, you're okay with that. If you're able to hold on to that, then connect the the old dimyan, where our natural draw and our natural desires start to become blown out of proportion in ways that are unholy. It's the moment that we lose that seichel. It's the moment that we slip into the ruach shtus that taiva becomes possible because there was never an avera done that was just taiva. It had to be taiva that was a result of shtus. That was a result of falling into a lack of awareness, of stepping off of the clear foundation with regard to what our lives are and what we're built, what our, what our, what our ambitions are built on, how we define ourselves and our identity. So the Rebbe says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives wisdom to the wise, like it says. Hashem gives wisdom to the wise. Says the Rebbe, Each and every one of us have Chachma B'Koyach. We're potentially very wise. We're potentially very plugged into reality. Potentially. There's not one human being that doesn't have Chachma B'Koyach. That's what it means to be a human. That's the geder of being a human being. There's yud, k, vav, k. They correspond to, starting from the hay, last hay, domeim, someach, chai, and medaber. Domeim is inanimate, chai. I'm sorry, someach is plant life. That's the letter vav of yud, k, vav, k. The first hay is chai, is animals. And the, and the yud of yud, k, vav, k corresponds to medaber, to the human race that's able to speak. And the letter yud, is always corresponding to Chachma. To Chachma. The letter Yud always hints to Chachma. The like Rashi tells us on the Pasuk, Az Yashir. Why does it say a Yud over there? It should say Az Shar. Then they sing. What's Yashir? Then they will sing. Says Rashi, Yud al Shem HaMachshava Nemar. That even before they went into the Yamsuf, they were thinking about singing. Az, already before they jumped in, Yashir al Shem HaMachshava. So you see in Rashi already, the letter Yud corresponds to Machshava. That getting into the whole deeper Indian of it, but on a simple level, the Yud and, the, and Chachma are connected. Mimele, you find that the basic, basic definition of the human being is Yud, is the Medaber, is Dibur, is Seichel B'Koyach. Behechrech, that it has to be, otherwise the person would be a, an elephant or a walrus, a person wouldn't be a human being. Kolzman, that you see a human being, you know what you're looking at? Chachma B'Koyach. Doesn't mean there's Chachma B'Poyal, that's very rare. But Chachma B'Koyach, Akopanu. Ki yesh lechal echad chachma b'koyach. 
ah, okay, here again is, is this little word rak, you know, which is the whole avoid of Adam in this, in this, in this lifetime, rak. The only thing is, we need to go ahead and to bring it out from potential. This is what Hashem sent us to the world to do. To take the potential human inside and to manifest that human spirit within this thing we call the body, which is itself very animalistic on its own. Itself only relating to the world as we see it. The world as we feel it, as we smell it, as we taste it, as we hear it. But the neshama within and as much as we are ready and we're able to reveal the human within, that's the whole mission of life. And this wisdom alone that every single person has just what exists within every single human being from the fact of his having been born, from the fact that he exists. Outside of this, that the more that we exercise this Chachma muscle and the more that we're trying to live lives of consciousness and awareness and, and elevation, that Hashem will give us more Chachma and it, and it grows and grows and grows and grows. Beside that, just the Stam Chachma that we have baked into the essence of what it means to be a human being, which we've talked about in previous year, with this Koach Chachma Salavad, with this potential Chachma, Yachagam Kin Lamed Kinegakalatayvis, that itself can, 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 can help a person withstand all of the Tayvis. Because again, not only is Geder Adam Seichel, because the Adam is the letter Yud of Yud Kevavke, and the animals are the Vav are the hay rather, but the human being is the letter yud. Aside from that, what's another basic gather between a human and an animal? And the answer, of course, is choice. Now, why would, why would choice even be a relevant topic if there wasn't any more reason to choose one over the other? Meaning, w there wouldn't be any um, arena for choice to, to, uh, to, to emerge unless there were two options, one of which was a lesser option, one of which was a, was a greater option. So you see how Bechira and Seichel, they go hand in hand. Only the Adam is a Baal Bechira. The animal is not a Baal Bechira. Why? Because the animal doesn't have Seichel. Ah, so it's not Pshat that the animal doesn't have the capacity to choose. It's Pshat rather that the animal can't be Mavachin with Seichel. What's yeah? What's, what is favorable to engage in and what's not favorable to engage in. That's the Yisoyed of Bechira. You hear this? It's not just that the animal doesn't have Bechira and the other has Bechira. Oh, and also the animal doesn't have Seichel and the human has Seichel because the animal is rooted in the hay of Yudkei Vavkei and, and the Adam is rooted in the Yud. It's Hainu Hach. Hainu Hach. The Yisoyed of Adam's Bechira which is the nekudas hahevdil, which is the distinction between animals and human, meaning it's geder adam, is itself what gives the person the ability to choose one option over another option. To understand what's with chachma and what's a shtus. To understand the distinction between nitzchias and the fleeting moment. That's all Geder Adam. Says Rabbi Nachman, Memela, 
the very Geder Adam, that's the letter Yud, which is the Seichel that's built into our Koyach of our humanity, like the Rebbe says, just because of his Bria, Me'etzem Briasai, that itself gives us the ability to choose between Emes and Sheker. Because that itself is the Geder Adam. It's not just Seichel is the Geder Adam. That Seichel is synonymous with our ability to choose, to exercise Bechira, which is also Geder Adam. And this is the choice that we have. Do we want to be humans or do we want to be animals? Everybody talks very, very high. You know, do we want to be like an Erlich That's already very high. Let's just talk basically. Forget the religious stuff. Do you want to be human or do you want to not be human? That, that's, that's how it is. Now, I want to make it clear. This doesn't mean to say that the actions itself and the desires themselves and so on and so forth are animalistic and we should feel bad about them and they're lowly and so on and so forth. We already clarified with Haggadama from last week. That's called being human. I mean, that's also a part of being human. And we're able to utilize those feelings in a, in a healthy way, in a holy way, as Chazal described. But the question is, do we want to go ahead and engage in a realm that's going to obscure the unique nature of our humanity? Or do we want to be among those that are mamish, mamish embracing the essential chiyas that's flowing within us from the letter Yud of Yudke Vavke to support us, to hold us up? And of course, ain't sadik yachta. Of course, there's no such thing as a person on whatever level that doesn't sin. But I'll call upon him. What's the foundation for our lives? Have we given up? Have we given in? Are we just swept along and like we don't even care anymore, or we don't even realize that there's something wrong about the way that we're behaving, and so on and so forth? Or are we people that are working on ourselves? That can identify still what's emes and what's sheker, what's ashtus and what's seichel. Are we people that can still choose because the choice is still laid out in front of us? And it's clear to us. And we know what the task is and we're willing to stand up to it. To stand up and to be the human in a place where humans are very rare, even though we're all in human form, very, very, very rare to find mamisha human. The human is the balseichel. The human is the boicher. The human is the one who's able to hold on to seichel in such a way that's yachalamid keneged kolatayvis. And the Rebbe says, it's, it's built into our DNA as human beings, the ability to have that seichel, to make a cheshbin, what's emes and what's sheker, and to be davik in emes. And in so doing, like we always say, to also experience toiv, to experience everything pleasurable, to experience everything good, to live a life of spiritual maturity and dignity and big bigness with, with big hasagas and deeper levels of pleasure, deeper levels of joy and contentment, which the whole world is after. says, even a person who has already been drawn after the Tavis of this world, and listen to the sensitivity of the way that Rabbi Nachman says this, because he's trying to be misakin all of the, all, all of the unhealthy, negative, inappropriate thoughts that we have about ourselves. 
that we think, oh, look what I did, and look what a lowly person I am, and look where I, where I brought myself. Says Rabbi Nachman, Nimshach, you were drawn, Nimshach, like a memela process. Find the door out. It's the same door that took you in. Find where the, everything started. Sachakol, tell your story to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Trace things back. And that's where you'll find purity. That's where you'll find Nakuta Taiva. That's where you'll find something to hold on to, to rebuild from that irreducible spark of sanity, of innocence, of purity, of health. So Ibn Nachman says, even a person shekvar nimshach achar tavas elamazeh, and then ba'avar masha'avar, and then because you can never know, right, how much of it is, is, is the influence of the past, how much of it is the Yitzhar in the present, and so on and so forth. There's always what to work on. Ba'avar masha'avar, and a person nebuch, a person chas v'shalom falls into sin. V'nifkam sikhloi v'nis balbul v'nis mai. Because a person could say, well, listen, I'm already too far. My seichel is already mitbalbel. I already lost touch with what's emes and what's sheker and what's, what's real and what's not real, what's eternal and what's finite and fleeting. Says the Rebbe, Afal Pikin, even so, trust me. In the tiny little bit of seichel that's left, you can tap into that and also find the strength to start again and to build from there. And if you'll notice this Lashen, Ma'at, Ma'at, where do you find Rabbi Nachman using the Lashen, Ma'at? Of course, in Azamra, in Reish Pei Beis. Rabbi Nachman says, Adam. What's the Lashen over there? Kitzar Chal Adam, Aladen has Chal Adam Lekabschus, Vafilu Mishu, Rosh Gamor. Right, limsa. A person needs to find mamish within this person. Aze maat toiv, some little bit of good, and he bases this in the pasuk in Tehillim. Va'oid maat ve'ain rasha. Find a part of you that's not wicked. Find a part of you that's left. Find a part of you that still wants the right thing. Find a part of you that's honest, that's open, that's ready to change, that's willing to believe that there's hope. Find a part of you that's always praying, that believes that Hashem listens to you, that believes that things can change in a moment, that you can rebuild. Va'oid maat ve'ain rasha. So here it's a very similar model. Let's read it again. Perhaps Russia Gamor. And a person falls into that kind of talich, that kind of lifestyle, that kind of process, that kind of day to day. Find that ma'at. What's that ma'at? What is What is that ma'at? And the answer is ma'at seichel hanishar. It's the little drop of humanity. That's the eizen ma'at toiv, eizen akuda toiva that you find within yourself, because that's really yourself. That's not the animal chelik of you. It's not the guf chelik of you. It's the neshama. It's the yud of yud kevavke. It's the medaber. It's the it's the it's the boicher. It's the one that can choose. It's the one that can be mavchin between what's toiv and what's ra, between what's emes and what's sheker, between what's chayim and what's maves. Find a ma'at toiv inside of you. That's the nekuda toiva. You know what that nekuda toiva is? Seichel. You know what seichel is? Bechira. Start from there. Start from there. Yochel gam kein lamu. You're not too far. You're never too far. Start from there. You are still sane. 
Look yourself in the eyes in the mirror. Go with what the spider does. Dig down inside of yourself and really, really find that part of you. That's MS. That's MS. Durch and durch, through and through, like the Kotzker said. Pischli pesashal machat. Hashem says, just open for me a tiny little opening, like, a, like the eye of a needle. And Hashem says, I'm going to expand it and open it up in an incredible way. But it has to be like the Kotzker says. It has to be through and through. Find that place. Oftentimes, awoken by Torahs like these, by Rabbi Nachman giving us permission, giving us, giving us encouragement, giving us confidence to know that we have that place within us. Find it. Identify it. Open it up. And believe that from this moment on, you can choose. One of the guidelines, of course, that the princess tells the viceroy, Bocher l'chamakom. Choose. You can choose from this moment on to be better, to make the world brighter, to serve as a gilu'i alikus, not to rely on other people. You can do it in your own way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu sent you to the world to do it. We work for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, nobody else. Not any manhig, not any rebbe, not anything else. We are, we say, ano avda de kudshabarichu, nikuda, period, finish. Don't rely on anybody else to do your avayda for you. Rabbi Nachman was the, was the strongest against this. You have to do your avayda. Don't think that the tzaddik did it because he had a big neshama. No. Everybody works for every little bit of, uh, every inch of ground that they that they that they that they're that they're able to get, you have to work for. You have your own avodas Hashem. You're you're your own person. It's something that's it's unfortunately it's so lacking today in some areas of Yiddishkeit where it's mamish. There's an obliteration of identity. It's mamish, just like everybody's the same and everybody's, and, and it's mamish. It's a it's a harisa naira. It's a terrible destruction. There are comforting elements of it. But on the other hand, HaKadosh Baruch Hu needs every neshama to be their, themselves. He needs them to express the nekud of their own creativity. Not to obsess over tzaddikim, not to obsess over manhigim or rabbanim. We need them as a means toward the end. What's the end? Serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu, period. Following halacha, period. What a gift that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us halacha. What a gift. That that is an, a cloud barzel, an iron wall that nobody's above and nobody's below of what's mamish the kli of how to be a yid in this world of course because we spend a lot of time talking about we have to invest that vessel with a tremendous amount of spirit and and, and ruach and 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 and, uh, and 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 love and 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 awe but at the same time this is mamish like the simple thing this is what we know there's halach in the world and we need to seek out those that are mamish connected to that realm, connected to that world, that are guiding other people along in the, in the way that makes it very clear that it's not about them, but it's about a Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's about an Avoida that's bigger, that's deeper. It's about your own Avoida. To find the confidence there. To believe that we can find something in us to start fresh. And here Ben Nachman closes this ketah, one drop of intellect, could stand up against the entire world with all of its taivas. Which of course reminds us of Rabbi Nachman's famous expression, that even in the oilam, what oilam? 
that place where a person is drawn after all of these kinds of behaviors, ain't shemiyush. Ba'oyid ma'at ve'ain rasha. Find that little bit where there's no rasha. What's the ma'at rasha? Ma'at seichel hanishar. That place that's still connected to the seichel, that's still connected to your humanity. You can stand up from this place and bring light to the world in the way that only you can. Like we said, We can upgrade our life. We can live be'emes. One eighth of Toiva Kamashmulan before we get into the Dagamachan Ephraim. This Nakuda of humanity that we've been speaking about, which we said is connected to Seichel, connected ultimately in the Yud of Yudke Vavke, which we're about to see from the Dagam, and connected to Bechira, is also connected to another element that we haven't mentioned thus far, and that element is ruach ruach is breath ruach is specifically by adam even though animals breathe obviously but ruach in the sense of ruchnius which of course comes from the word ruach ruach ruchnius spirit not just not just breath we're going to get that in a minute that's where i'm going but but spirit is something that's unique to adam adam HaKadosh Baruch Hu blew a ruach ba'apav. The ruach shanafachta, right? Ata nafachta bi. The ruach neshama shanafachta bikir bi. Ruach, HaKadosh Baruch Hu blows the ruach from within himself, like the Tanya says. Mitoichei nafach, into the essence of Adam Arishan. That's unique to Adam. And that aspect of ruach manifests, it's very deep, in speech. Because the Pasuk says, that when, when, when Adam Harishan, after HaKadosh Baruch Hu blew the Neshama within him, stood up and became a living being, says the Targum Unkelis, L'ruach Memalala. L'ruach Memalala. He was a speaking spirit. The capacity to speak was founded on the Nakuda of Ruach, this that HaKadosh Baruch Hu blew Ruach in. Memela, the anti-Adam, which is everything that we've been learning about, which is Sheker, which is Shtus, which is Avera, which is, which is animal, is going to be called a Ruach Shtus. Because it has to combat the Ruach that sits at the essence of our humanity, which is a Ruach Memalala, the ability to communicate, to speech, to speak, to speak to our Kaddish Baruch Hu, which itself helps clarify a lot of these things. What's MS? What's Sheker? What do we really want? Why do we really want things? Why do we do what we do? Why don't we do what we should be doing? And so on and so forth. The Seichel, the Bechira, it's all founded on speech. It has to be counteracted by the Ruach Shtus that counters the Ruach Memalala, the spirit that Kaddish Baruch Hu breathed into us. One of the Geder of being a human being, something that the, that, the, that, the, that the animals don't really have. Even though on some level they all sing Shira, but that's their Sarim, that's the Malachim. Avdafka, it's the Mamash, the, the, you know, the, the grasses themselves. On a conscious level, they don't have a mouth, right? Obviously, it means something deeper. But the ability for a physical being to open its mouth and Mamash sing Kipshuta Shira to Hashem in an audible, verbal fashion that's unique to man. Am Zuya Tsarta Baruch Hu says, I created this nation to Hilasi Yisaperu, so they should speak my praises. Speech is connected to being a human being and to praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
Al kol neshima u neshima tehalol ka. Chazal say, based on the Pasuk, kol neshama tehalol ka haloluka. Every soul tehalol ka should praise God. Say Chazal, kol neshima u neshima. Every breath, not just every soul, every breath that you take, praise God. We'll do a cheshbin. If every breath that we take, we're praising God, that means to say that when we breathe in, that's something that we need to thank Hashem for. When do I thank Hashem? Right afterwards. That's the breath out. So we breathe in, and our breathing out needs to be a, 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 a breath of praise, a breath of thanking Hashem. That's the Geder Adam. That's the Ruach that HaKadosh Baruch Hu blew within us that can counteract the Ruach Shtus, the Ruach Shtus of a person who's ungrateful, a person who feels that everything's coming to him or her, a person who sinks into the egotistic mindset, which is itself a Ruach Shtus, that I'm a body, and here's, here's physical gratification, and I'm willing to let go of Olam Hazen, Olam Abba, which means an experience in this world of Gan Eden for a, for a fleeting moment of whatever it is, fill in the blank. That's the ingratefulness. That's the ingratitude. How do you combat that? Connect with the Ruach. That's not the Ruach Shtos, but it's the Ruach of Kedusha. It's the Ruach of our humanity. And there's a very, very powerful, I don't think it was originated by Yidin, but it's just, it's an objective truth. There's a very powerful breathing exercise, believe it or not. It's a big sod. Some of you may know it. It's simple. But what's not simple is really doing it, is really putting it into practice. It's called 478 breathing. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. 478 breathing. What you do is the following you have a timer in front of you. If you have access to YouTube, you can find videos that do it in a, in a way that makes it much easier because they have graphics and, and sound so you can close your eyes and you can still follow the pattern. It's four, four, seven, eight means you breathe in for four seconds, four seconds of breath through your nose, four seconds. You hold it for eight seconds and then you breathe out. I'm sorry, you hold it for seven seconds and you breathe out for eight seconds. Four, seven, eight breathing. You breathe in a big breath for four seconds. You hold it, and then you breathe it out. My addition is that while we're doing this, we can think of the pasuk and mamish have this in mind. When you breathe in, you're breathing in the life force of humanity. Your mamish, it's four seconds, uh, Ramazim, I can get into, four seconds mamish of, of, of breathing in humanity. Hold it. And then the breathing out is a breathing out of gratitude. Do this for three to five minutes. Watch what happens to you. Try it. Watch what happens to you. The next time you have any kind of Yitzhahara, whether it's a Yitzhahara of, of, of Taiva Yidua, it's, it's Yitzhahara for eating something that you know that you really shouldn't be eating, and it's just one of those moments, and it's late at night, and you really should be going to sleep, but like you know that there's, you know, all these kinds of things, or it's to say something that you really know, the MS, you know that you shouldn't, you, stop, stop, and I'm not saying you have in your mind, okay, I'm not going to do this thing, maybe you'll do it, maybe you won't do it, stop, take three to five minutes, four, seven, eight breathing, Connect back to your Ruach, 
connect back to that place of your humanity, you'll see how you get your Bechira back. You're going to watch how you get your Bechira back. You're going to watch how the Seichel is awoken within you. Not a big Go'inisha Seichel. The simple fact of your being human, the Yud of Yud Kevavke, is revealed within you. And Memela, you could still do whatever you thought you wanted maybe to do, but you have Bechira now. It's not like it was. Not that you didn't have Bechir before, but it was a whole lot harder because it was a Ruach Shtus and it was Muvubalim. You didn't have Seichel to know that this is something worth choosing over this, right? Everything changes. Connect to your Ruach. Connect to this kind of breathing. I would say, don't save it just for moments like this. And there will be moments. That's called being a person. Start off every day with this. You know, very, today in the world, they're very big with uh, morning routines. Yeah, most people's morning routines married, you know, even is like your kids jumping on you at 6, 6 a.m. in the morning. That's like a parent's morning routine, you know? All these unmarried chevra, like these, these uh, like teenagers with all their morning routines for three hours. Okay, but find five minutes. Find five minutes. Start your day in the morning, four, seven, eight breathing. It's not a big chachma, it's not a big meditation, it's not, it's as simple as it gets. And you're going to see Pile Plois. It mamish works. Mamish works. Four, seven, eight breathing. Ruach. Tahalka. To become aware of HaKadosh Baruch Hu again. To be thankful for Him for life. Get our Seichel back. What we're doing here. Why we're breathing in the first place. What it means to be a human. Why is it not a, you know, a, 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 a tiger breathing it's a human being you start to get seichel back what this world is all about what's MS what's Shekhar what's real what's an illusion what's finite what's eternal and then you go on and you carry on with a lot of seichel a lot of das and you're megarish the ruach shtus in this way baduk umunusa baduk umunusa let's take a look at the dega machne this is in Parshas Barashas. We're not going to get to the Tanya. Ezra Hashem will do it next week because it's very important. But the Hilgadag HaMachan Ephraim says the following. One of the first pieces in the Sefer, with four or five pieces in. Rabbi Nachman's uncle, Rabbi Nachman's mother's brother, Rabbi Ephraim of Sadlkov, Sadlkov. So he says like this, the Tzaddik says, That when Yosef came back from working in Mitzrayim, under Petifar. And he comes, Lasas Malachta, Chazal say, Nichnas Lasas Tzrachav. He went in with the intention to do an Aver. But in that moment, the, the, uh, the, the countenance of Yaakov Avinu appeared to him. This gave him strength to go ahead and to overcome the Yitzhahara. There was no, there was no, there was no person there. So who, so what was there? So what do you mean to tell me? There was no ish there. But there was the countenance, there was the appearance of his father's face on the window, very deep, or on a window. So 
And that's why it's brought in Svarim HaKadoshim, This is a skula when a person feels that he's starting to think or immoral thoughts. It's not just Yosef HaTzadik, but the Yaakov Avinu. Every person, you have in mind a, a picture of your father in your, in your, in your head. This itself will be Ma'ur within you holy strength and you can utilize this strategy to get away from the Yitzhahara and from all Taivas Rois and Magunas Ayin Sham Shamakti Ari'isi not Ayin Sham not sure what this stands for actually here Maybe I am Sham, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, maybe he's quoting the he's saying the Medrash? I don't know. Shamati Ari'isi Kasabe is a safer. I saw this, or I heard this, or I saw it written in some safer. Now how do you understand this? How do you understand this? What's what's shot in this? Okay, we understand this is what happened for Yosef Atzadik, and so presumably some element of this would apply for our struggles as well. But what's the omic of it? What's the depth? So he says, Why would this work? What I heard from my grandfather, meaning the Dagamach and Ephraim, saying what he heard from his grandfather, the Rivash of Yisrael Balshem, the Helega Balshem to Vakadash Vamnoira. Sha'amar, where he said, It's written in an old Sefer Bris Menucha. It was one of the stops that the Bnei Yisrael had in their journey in the Midbar. They stopped at a place called Kivros Hataiva, which literally means to bury desire, the burial place of desire. What's the burial place of desire within us? We know that we're a map of the whole world. Is there a place within us that's called Kivar Sataiva? Sada Balshamtav, yes. Do you know what part of it? It's called Chachma. Chachma. The Chachma of a person is called Kivra Sataiva. Why? Kikisha Adam Davak the Chachma. When a person is Davak in Chachma, Mimela, Kalataivas, Betela Mimenu. Naturally, all of these lusts and desires and lowly cravings. Nullify from him. That's why the place within us that's connected to Chachma, to intellect, to Seichel is called the burial place of Taiva. And a person can go and can be mevatel, can absolutely nullify the taiva that he's experiencing within himself, which comes from the midas, from the emotions. But as the Balatani is going to tell us, Be'ez HaShem, next week, the moichin, the mind, is miskaber over the midas, can subdue it, can put things again into perspective, see things for what they are and why they are, to utilize all of our natural human tendencies, letov, and not lara, while not self-defining in a negative way, to see things for what they are, like we've said at length, everything's gotta be balanced and breastlift, everything needs to be balanced. And if there's too much of one and two, or too much of the other, it's already, it's already not good. It's already not good. Everything needs to be in a balanced way. Very important. Very, very important. And with halacha, which Rabbi Nachman stressed more than anybody else, Rabbi Nachman himself stressed, halacha over everything. 
chas v'shalom, anybody should be above the law or break halacha in, in, in the name of some kavana or something else. Chas v'shalom, lo nivra. By the Rebbe, halacha is the most important thing. That's it, period, nikuda. Very, very important. So we have to always go with balance and stay within the realm of, of normative Jewish behavior. Very, very important. Because if we're not in that ma'aracha, many of the Rebbe's ideas, his own ideas, can be taken in, in, in the most horrific and terrible of ways, as is coming, unfortunately, to light um, more and more dafka in these weeks. The person has to be very, very careful to connect to the right people, to have chacham of b'roishoy, to know what's right and what's wrong, and, 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 and who the manhigim are and who not the manhigim are, and to know what's tiras emes and what's samamavas, to keep your eyes open, very, very, very wide open. So this is called kibur satayv. So he says, This is pshat in the pasuk. Let your machane be kadosh, and let there not be seen in any of you ervas davar, something that's lowly. What's Kaddish? Kaddish is called Chachma. Shem and Mishchas Kaddish. The word Kaddish, holiness, is always a kinoi, is always relating and alluding to Chachma. And that is the Seichel of a person. When a person binds his Seichel, utilizing some of the strategies you've spoken about with breathing and and. and all of everything else that we always speak about, to focus on the Torah and and he utilizes these ideas to be shalit, to rule over the body. With this intellect, everything becomes holy and sanctified and elevated and lifted above and beyond. That's all you need. Because it's bound to the Seichel. The Tzadikim, those who were Mamish holy, they turned their Choymer, they turned their Gashmias element into Tzura, into something Ruchni. They were Kadosh Vitar, Kipshutai, no games. Kadosh Vitar, that's what they were. They were elevated and lifted above and beyond this world, that's it, in an identifiable way. Everything, everything, everything was api chachma. Didn't mean that they were malachim, didn't mean that they, be, they became superhuman. They were humans, but they lived a full, healthy, kosher, sweet, beautiful, elevated life, partaking of oil as a person should, in a normal, healthy way. It's not taiva, it's being a human. But all of that was in the context of something so exalted, something so holy, something so real and big and elevated. And this is in the Pasuk. Meaning, go back to the beginning of the Pasuk. Your whole encampment, every part of you, every part of your body where your neshama is manifest, every chalik of the being, 
of your body, yet Kodesh can be holy, which means Kodesh, again, that it should be bound to the Seichel of the Torah. What a Kodesh Baruch wants from us, how to behave, how to speak, how to think, how to act. Hanikah Kodesh, which is called Kodesh, so Kodesh, then va'az v'loy yir v'chaer v'asdavar. If you're davik to seichel, v'yamachanecha kadosh v'meil v'loy yir l'cha v'loy yir yira l'cha or v'loy yir v'chaer v'asdavar. Hai mushi a battle mimcha v'meil called var erev of your hurim bishin chas v'shalom. Everything will be nullified like we described from the Rebbe and discussed at length. And we'll finish with this. V'lazat tam yishloimar. And with this, we can explain what's pshat shemoyel avata yitzahar l'tzayil l'fun of the yupanish alavit. That a person should have in mind the portrait of his father. Without getting to the depth of it, in Kabbalah, there's a parts of a, 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 a spiritual kli, a countenance called Abba, which means father, and that's corresponding to the sphere of Chachma. So now we can understand in a much deeper way why it was that when Yosef Atzadik thought about Yaakov Avinu, that changed the game. Because it's the aspect of Abba. Not just Yaakov Avinu in and of himself, but the Muzdiuk Noishel Aviv. He connected to Seichel. He connected to Chachma. He connected to what this world is really all about. Memele, he was Mutzal. Memele, he was saved from the Yitzhar. This is the Nekud of Ahoyah Machanecha Kadosh. Connect your Machanecha. Connect your whole being to Kadosh, to Seichel, to holiness, to sanctification. Memele, lo yeh b'cha ervas davar. If our machshavas are pure, if our machshavas are filled with tefillah to be pure, or ritzayinus to be bigger, ritzayinus to be better, to change, to hold on to the nekuda seichel sheish baromadayin, that nekuda toiva, that inin of oid ma'atve in Russia, that part that's essential to what it is to be a human being. We're ready to change. We're ready to grow. You're going to be bound to Chachma. Four, seven, eight breathing. You take three minutes and you're Dabak in Chachma. Your whole being is connected to that place. The more that a person awakens in our own minds, like the Rebbe said, we can be sholet on our machshava, we can go ahead, the Rebbe gives a mashal, like a person that's riding on a horse, you can pull the horse in whatever direction you want, you can distract yourself, you can think about something else, you can, you can read something, you can watch something, you can speak to a person, you, you can distract yourself, you can occupy your mind with a thousand different things, you're in control, and your mind is in control of the midas, memelo, and you're ma'oyre, which is the diuknoi of Chachma Bazehu Ma'ira Lav Milamala Bechinois Bechinasa Shu Kivras Hataiva. That's Chachma, which is Kivras Hataiva Ubezem Vatel Umeser Me Atsway Hataiva's Rois Hasvishalam. And we get rid of the dimion, and we get rid of loneliness, and we get rid of animalistic behavior, and we get rid of everything unhealthy, everything lowly, everything hurtful, everything that takes advantage of other people, Hasvishalam, everything that's egotistical, everything that's dimion, everything that's, that's not Hashem. And we open our whole world up. Nefesh Ruch Hashem Yechida. Mamish to channel Elokus within us. Not to nullify our identity. Adarav. To empower us to go out to the world. To spread light to people. To live healthier. To live sweeter. To live more pleasurable lives. Kipshutai. 
mamish. And the way to do that, of course, again, is reliant on our kesher to seichel. That the Rebbe says that nekuda achas seichel. That's all it takes. One drop of ruach. That's normal. Yechol alamid kinegikola oylem. And Matayvis can stand up against the whole world with the Taivas. We can start from now. And Mamash, there's no better time in the world to stand up and be the representatives of those that are connected to the Tzaddikim in a way of, of health, in a way that's, that's beautiful, in a way that's balanced, in a way that's normal, in a way that's not kitsoni or extreme in any way, but just to put things into perspective and to proceed so that Be'ezer Hashem, Hashem should bless us, we should have Yishavadas, total, total Yishavadas in every way, and that Mamish we should be a blessing to ourselves in our own lives, to others in our lives, with whom we share our lives, and to Am Yisrael, the whole nation, and to the world at large. Bless us and guard over us. It's a confusing world out there. But in as much as there's a lot of confusion, there's also a lot of clarity. Stick to the simple, stick to what you feel is right, to what you know is right. And, uh, and stick to Hashem's Torah, that's the ultimate, that's the ultimate. And that's it. That's it. We are servants of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Hashem should bless us to continue to do so and to be HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Avadim Ne'emanim in this world. Thank you so much for joining Chevra. I hope you appreciated it. I hope you enjoyed it. The Rebbe's Torah, what a privilege. And Be'ez um, Hashem, next week we'll learn that piece from the Balatanya and we'll, we'll move forward. We're getting closer to the end of Tarn and Aleph, of Sichon and Aleph, rather. Um, okay, Chever, thank you so much for joining. I hope everybody has the most wonderful rest of your night, rest of your day, and Be'ez Hashem will continue the journey together. Ashreinu, Ashreinu, Kaltuv Chever. All the best. Thank you so much. Recording.